What's going on, my people? Happy New Year. Welcome to Two Cents, where we talk about any and everything and give our two cents. I am your host with the most, Romy Mack. Welcome back. This is 2020. Welcome to 2020. 2020 is bringing forth a lot of different opportunities. So people are going to be starting new lives, doing different things. And I just want to go into what I'm, uh, of course, I mean, you guys have been following the show the past couple of weeks. It's just been following what I got going on with, uh, with mental health and stuff like that. And I won't even, uh, you know, just keeping it straight with my audience. I am going through the storm of my life right now. And it's just been very, I don't know, stre- uh, stressful beyond, you know, stressful beyond reason something that i wish that uh you know i had under control it's just like every everything that could go wrong in my life feels like it's going wrong all at the same time i know it's preparation for destination but this shit is really killing me right now you know i'm paranoid um beyond reason depressed beyond reason i am just um you know i'm learning I'm learning what mental health is as each day goes by and I'm trying to get myself like to, you know, together. And I just really do wish that um, I wasn't in this position, but it's part of the process. I know it's going to make sense someday, but for now, I, I, yeah, this is what I got to deal with. So, you know, with that being said, let's get the show started. I want to thank everybody for joining us again for this episode. I really do hope that you get your own self uh, checked out as far as mental health goes. And know that you are not alone in this fight. It is a, it's a dark fight. It's a hard fight for a lot of us. You know what I mean? And I'm just trying to get out of this thing and learn, learn what all it could be. Could it be stemming from like PTSD from the military, PTSD from growing up, whatever it is. But I'm here. I'm here and I'm going through it. But with all that being said, like I said before, let's go ahead and get... Deacon Balls to the to the to the pulpit. Deacon Balls, what's up, bro? What up, boss? Nah, ain't nothing, man. You know, we just getting everything going, trying to get this show knocked out before I walk up in this um, hymnasio and get get the you know the the New Year's uh, workout in. Figure out what, what to listen to while I'm in there. I don't I don't know what that might be, but you know we go get this thing get this thing going, bro. Yeah, you and that Gris- yeah, you and Griselda gang. That's that's definitely the go-to. You and Donnie, what up, what up, Donnie man? Um, talking about the you know the, the Griselda gang, great great group. But you know what's popping and pop. We're gonna go ahead and get started with that. And got the news yesterday. Roughly, I'm gonna say I don't know if it's the first death, uh, major death of 2020 of the new decade. But NBA ex NBA commissioner David Stern. Um, passed away at 77 due to brain hemorrhage that he suffered last month. Yeah, he suffered it last month, and he had been in the hospital for for a little while. And it just, I, I just had a feeling, you know, when I saw that, that it really wasn't gonna go good, go too good for him. But uh, David Stern, I, I, as a kid, I always had that when I was when I thought that I was gonna go to the NBA. Um, I've, I've always dreamed about. You know, being at the, you know, getting shaking his hand, getting the hat put on, and hearing. I just remember as a kid, always seeing that video of him announcing Michael Jordan coming to the NBA, and Justin. You know, he's gone. He's, you know, he's gone now. He's done so much for the league. He took a league that was 
not even not even popular. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the basketball games that before Magic Bird and Jordan came along weren't even really televised that much. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really cared about the NBA, but David Stern came in and kind of ushered in a new regime. It also it opened up a lot of doors for a lot of a, a lot of uh, basketball fans. Um, not just not just it being uh, locally in the, and I say locally, but re, what by the by America only now America now basketball is reached like the likes of you know so many countries around the world and David Stern had a lot to do with that so you know want to give credit to David Stern for all his accomplishments and making the NBA what it is to this day and who knows guys like Luka Doncic or however you pronounce his name yeah, he might he might not even might not even know not even not even play basketball had had David Stern not gotten this thing to be on a global scale. So you know that that's how much of an impact that, that, that yeah, yeah all those folks you know what I'm saying Yao Ming, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, all these guys you know what I'm saying Tony Kukoc, all these guys that play basketball and probably not probably might not have been able to to play in the NBA had it not been for uh, the likes of a. David Stern. So, but uh, well, I mean, Jeff, when you think about David Stern, what is what comes to mind? Uh, making room for Allen Iverson and Jack. <laughs> but well, he That's did. Man, well, I like 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 helping those rules, man. They were so dominant. Well, he did that to appease his um, investors. They, they they were talking about that today. Jalen Rose was talking about that today on Get Up, and he said that. They did that, yeah. He 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 practically did that to to appease his investors, but he was he was all about the players. It didn't you know because they did it. They set you know they say they set that rule to do that, but Jalen Rose was like, we didn't follow it, you know. So it's like they still somewhat did what they did, but the, you know the players took it upon themselves just to like get get into the fashion and you know get the put suits on. Iverson. Now, I was saying about the one like uh like the uh, Iverson uh crossover and all that stuff and then like Shaq in the paint those rules you know what I'm saying yeah I mean he was a good dude man you gotta think like like you said it wasn't on TV and, like I remember watching the old like Clyde the Glide and all those highlights and then the Christmas uh basketball and stuff but it wasn't that part I didn't like it when I was younger like I was forced to watch it that's the difference I didn't like basketball until shit. I don't even know, man. I just I know I used to like Five to Glide. I really didn't like basketball that much. They will, yeah, yeah. I I would just remember him announcing Michael Michael Jordan. That's really all I cared for being a Bulls fan then and being a Bulls fan now. That's why I think about him. But how you feel like D Rose right now? Because D Rose is balling. Yeah, he's balling. Talk to me when the when the yeah, Pistons when, talk to me when the Pistons are in the um in the Eastern Conference Finals and he wins. He won't be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm saying. Yep, that's it. D Rose has win. Like he is actually balls. It's good to see him and be putting up like 2020s and 2010s and fives to see him do thing. Man, it's good. Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully he has a a promising. Uh, the rest of the year, no injuries, no pun intended, but we he had, played a lot. We had a lot of uh, we had a lot of a lot of money put on the table for this man when he played in that Bulls uniform, and he said he wanted to be okay when it was time to go to his son's um, graduation. It is what it is. This is the name. This is the name of the game. 
But, you know, David Stern, rest in peace. You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, praying, you know, condolences to your family. I'm sure you left them a hefty paycheck for them to, to go on, but that's nothing like replacing you. Nothing, you know, nothing. I don't know like. if I'm, I'm, I'm one of his children. Well, that'll work. Jeffrey Stern, I, uh, I can see that. Jeff Stern, Deacon Stern. I don't know if he noticed that, but he might, you know, I might eat some of that paycheck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's let's get a dollar too. I, pre- I, I appreciate that. I don't need much. I don't need nothing much, Pop. Yeah, just a do- just a couple of dollars. So anyway, man, we're gonna move into the next topic. The next uh, topic in what's popping and pop. For those who haven't seen it, Kevin Hart um, on the new show. I think it's part of the new show. It covers. I don't. I don't know if it's on the documentary, but there was a video that comes out. Yeah, I think it is in the documentary. It's Kevin talking to his best friend or road manager or some shit like that. It's po- trainer. Yeah, his, tra- his personal trainer. His best friend and trainer. It's the guy who trains him. Yeah, the best and friend and trainer. trainer. His best friend and his trainer, like like uh, like Deacon said. The and it's just Kevin goes off on this drunk drunken like tangent, and he's talking to his trainer. It's like, what do you what do you say, Jeff? Man, it's talking about he wouldn't have a house or or something. Yeah, you don't know what wealth is and all this other shit, man. I was like, yeah, you uh, wouldn't know wealth what. Yeah, dude, you know, for you to do that in private is different. His I mean, trainer it's said, stupid. "It's stupid." Yeah, you know his, his trainer said that he had. He's like, "Man, I had I had money before this." He said, "I had money before this." He's like, "Yo, would you have a house? Would you have a house? You know, like if it were, if it wasn't for me." It's practically what Kevin said. And his drunken drunken random. He drunk person is an honest person, so you just accept it for what that is. Now, again, me and Jeff was talking before the show. It was talking about like uh, as far as how like a lot of people feel like they know the the celebs that they see like they think they're just like these nice these nice people but they're actually just people in in, in general and some of them can be assholes at times and this is clearly an asshole moment you know what I'm saying for like for for Kevin to to come out like that and speak on his his homeboy it's supposed to be his homeboy you know what I mean I, I don't hey I wouldn't put yeah I wouldn't put that. Um, you know what I'm saying that 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 out there, and it's, it's like I don't think that, yeah for the world to see like if me and Jeff had an issue and say like oh, you wouldn't be there if it wasn't for me I ain't yeah I don't yeah I don't I don't know if I move like that I mean I respect them for showing that raw shit but I don't know if, yeah I just think there's a I just think there's a certain way you move about about things man and like to even to even put your mind your mind there but but my whole thing is they said he had an apology later. You know what I'm saying? Right. If that shit was between us, he's drunk and they won't record it, it'd be different. But he doing this shit, it's like in front of millions of people. You know, it's supposed to be your boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably if we were drunk, I probably would have, like, if it was me, we were probably drunk, I probably would have slapped the shit out of him. And, you know, made him go to sleep for a little bit. He could wake up and think about it later. But the fact that, like, this shit is like, and they got into each other's face and shit's about this. Yeah, the fact yeah they that did. got this shit, like, out here for the world to see. Yeah. This is this people are seeing this is how he does his friends, boss. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He already has for him. Tell you. But I mean, you I know mean. how a lot of people do. I, I, a lot of people take one incident and they just run with it through Twitter and say, see, this is how this is how Kevin Hart really is and all this other shit. Like it doesn't stop. But this is my thing for him. I don't I'm not a Kevin Hart fan. I'm gonna get that out. I know that. This is my this is me. 
trying to help them out. You don't need my help. He's rich. And he, why would you take my advice, right? Try to help me. But, um, I'm trying to help you out. You see how Hollywood treats after that whole gay instinct is. You know what I'm saying? And what you just said, when they get tired of him, that's what they're going to they gonna start bringing up shit. Like, when that whole gay thing happens, a lot of people in Hollywood try to themselves from Kevin Hart when that whole Twitter thing and whatever that shit was happened a lot of them tried to separate themselves from him and now you look at this like his friend who was friends and stuff like uh when that when all that shit disappeared man that might be something you need to lean on so yeah yeah I mean money like Money can cloud your, money. Money can cloud your mind a lot of times, man. You can get beside yourself. I know it changes. You know, money definitely changes the people around you. It can definitely change you if you like whatever whatever you are before the money. Money just highlights that. You know what I'm saying? So again, that's just, yeah, yeah. So it, it just highlights how you how the truth is. Yeah, you know, it's how you feel about shit, and it, and that's something for him to learn. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's not a. If he damn sure ain't perfect, as you mentioned earlier. You know, say so you said that you yeah. know, on the show that I mean, yeah, you know, the docu series. He he talks about the situation with him and his wife, and how you know he stepped out oh. on this wife, and then he also stepped out on the previous wife. Yep, and they gonna start highlighting all that shit. I'm telling you, man, that's how Hollywood is. When they want to come at you, Kevin, all this shit, they gonna highlight it for the show. Yeah, and. Just, uh, the thing about Kevin, where he's smart, is he puts it into his act. It's like that's like the rich, yeah, that's, that's a page. A well, that's a page from Richard Pryor. That's a page from Richard Pryor. But Richard Pryor also didn't have Twitter, so I mean, you're gonna have. I mean, you just gotta not pay attention to the the negativity because they're going to say that. They're going to talk about how how bad of a you know what I'm saying of a of a person that Kevin Hart is because he cheated on his wife while she was pregnant. And they, they, you know, they'll, they'll talk about shit like such. They'll talk about like J, the whole Jay Z, Beyonce shit. Women are always, yeah, women are always the victim, and and in that case. But I mean, the situations just they do come, they do come up, and people do make people do make mistakes. But that ain't for the public to deal with. I mean, Beyonce still married to Jay Z. I'm sure money has a lot to do with it, but. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of a lot of women, especially like Beehive members, and, and yeah, and then encouraging, saying like, Beach, I don't know why she's staying with Jay Z. Y'all don't know her. Y'all don't know her relationship. To be honest, man, we very well. I mean, she very well could have done something herself. Not to say that that's right to do something equally, but you just don't know the dynamics of a relationship, and that you just got to take everything into a, into account. And, and let them figure that shit out themselves. But you know, they're entertainers to to a lot of us. So we just do what we do, and we we use that, and we just run. You know, we just run with it. But I digress. Yeah, I just wanted to watch out, man. I know Hollywood does black. That's just my whole thing, man. I know how Hollywood does black entertainers. I don't want him to. I don't want him to fall in that trap to think he's a buck. Kind of so I mean, you know, but Kevin, man. Kevin is one of those guys that he's got the personality built for it. I mean, like he just gotta let go. It's just it might be trying to let go of the nice, the like a nice, the nice guy image, and then none of this will matter. That's really what that is. Like again, gotta turn it, gotta turn it to people good, man. You see, they going to Cuba now. Yep. Women. Whatever they can do to tear us down. Okay, Cuba. They said women out there inappropriately. God dang, Cuba. You 
Yeah. They tried to copy you, man. He tried to buy. He tried to buy NBC. Yeah, they tried to copy you. I don't know. Well, I mean, Kevin, Kevin, uh, Kevin, Kevin Hart still he's still a force to be reckoned with in the in the current industry, man. He's he made his place known. He's been there out a lot. But thing is, he just put himself out there so much. I can imagine how stressful that might be, man. Trying to do everything all at once. He's the top comedy black uh, movie person right now. Yeah. Most of the comedy movies you see with a black person got Kevin Hart in. Yeah, I wish they, you know, I wish we go to a point where we can spread that out again. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the the Coming to America sequel. Hey, 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 that's the end. Calm down. Yeah. Oh, coming to coming to America sequels coming out and it's gonna have like it's gonna have a lot of people in there a lot of black people in there that's what that's what I'm looking forward to uh, the likes of a, a Wesley Snipe Samuel Jackson I think um, return return I don't know what he would be because you know he if we remember from the first one he was the one that was doing the like the Rob. robbing and shit put the money in the bag fat boy. Yeah. So we got Sugar Booger just chiming in uh, to the show, and we were just talking about the whole Kevin Hart, um, uh, yeah, scenario with like how he talked to his his best friend. What's your uh, what was your stance on on that? Kevin Hart, that's that's my friend. That's my Kevin Hart talking to him like that, like he's somebody else. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying. I can't. I couldn't see myself talking to his man. That shit is like. Uh -uh. That's yeah. like, yeah, probably like, you talking down on him, that's wrong. Yeah, very, you know, that, that, that is, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely out of, out of pocket, I feel like that, and I mean, apologizing, I don't really know, I mean, you did it, so I, I don't know, it, it, it really depends, you know? That was wrong. So, yeah, the last topic on, on what's popping to pop is, you know, we're talking about what happened on New Year's Eve on Fox, where they had Steve Harvey and Rob Gronkowski, um, I guess, um, hosting together. And then, in true Rob Gronkowski form, there was this Lego thing of uh, of Steve Harvey. And Rob Gronkowski took it upon himself to just, like, smash that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and then he kicked, don't think he kicked it at the end. Yeah, and he, and he kicked it. And Steve Harvey looked at him and asked, what is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? It just, and he, he, I don't know. Steve, and that was real. That was real. That wasn't, that wasn't part of the show. That was Steve really talking about that. So I want to know, like, for like for me, had it been me in that situation, looking at it, I don't like, like this nigga's really lost his mind. Like for real. Like this is, a, this is a, what they say. True, like it could be perceived as true white boy shit uh, that, we, that we doing on national TV, smashing shit. For no fucking reason at all, and but like what um like I mean what, what what was the point of all of that? You know what I'm saying? Like what really was the point? I don't know. But they said it was still coming out on Fox called Lego Map, but they said Grunt knew what he was doing. Steve didn't know anything. So his reaction is actually him being like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" That's basically a real reaction. And that's why you try to, you know, try to push it off as, uh, you know how long it takes to get those black Legos because he's actually fucking mad. He's mad. Yeah, it takes a long time to make that shit. But Dude, I will, I'll be mad as hell too. Hell yeah. I mean, I doubt Steve was the one that did that shit, but yeah, still be mad. That statue was made, you know what I'm saying? That shit was made for me, and here we are doing this, this fuck shit. So, 
That's crazy. I don't know what he was thinking when he did that. I was, I was he, he thought that he had money. He thought that shit. Brooke is a fucking ass. He's a troller. All of them. He All thought right. that shit was funny. Have you seen him and his like, family? Yeah, they do. They, they are basically like a damn, a meme of like straight up. They do troll, they do like, troll shit. All they do is troll shit. Yeah. <laughs> his dad. Like his brothers, all them motherfuckers act the same, act the same, look the same. Like that, that drunk thing, fucking, oh, I don't know what the that is. That shit is hella strong. Yeah. Does he, he does stuff like that all the time? Yeah, yeah, he does. They, they had an interaction together before, and oh. uh, from this shit. I don't think Steve really likes them. I don't think they like each other for real. Probably. Like, but I mean, you know, that's that's. That's showbiz, man. You know, you got names together, put them together, and it drew ratings. I'm sure it got people talking just as we doing right now. And, but, you know, that's all That's all she wrote. He's like, I don't want to work with him no more. Yep. He's <laughs> like, don't bring him. I don't want to work with him no more. Don't bring him back. Don't bring him, don't bring yeah. him to the cookout. I was like, damn, bro. No longer invited to the cookout. So anyway, you know, we're moving, we moving on. To Karumay, you know Karumay's joints the games, man. Yo, what you got? Recently, for me, really nothing much. I'm still waiting on PlayStation to release the uh, the game for January. I know they, we supposed to get a uh, Final Fantasy VII demo that nobody else has, but we'll see about that. But I'm still waiting on the release of the January game. That's what it is. I just been playing Killing Floor, man. Killing Floor still ain't broke open my Star Wars. Um, a lot of places are having sales, so if you went for that, get wild pot. Uh, that's about it. Music why I will. We'll go on that later. And uh, okay, Shug, what's go? What's going on with your ramp? It's your, it's your first show in a long time. What you got? Well, I'm two signs my ramp. Let me tell you something. If somebody is displaying signs that they are having problems, they bring up. Suicide. You need to take them seriously. Just be support for them. Just provide support. Be a friend, a mentor. Don't brush it to the side and you know, assume it's nothing or that they're being a pain or they're just, you know, trying to get attention. Take that shit seriously. Not a game. That's all I have. Okay, cool. I mean, you do sound like Black Tony on the Ricky Smiley show right now. You're still trying to wake up. But, um, yeah, well, we got it. Well, uh, I'll explain why. Though. Yeah, Jeff, you oh, said you said you got a rent. Go ahead, man. Yo, don't go New Year's partying and leave your damn kids at home, bro. Like these motherfucking fucking fireworks, bro. Leave that shit where it is, man. I don't want to hear that shit at like three in the morning, bro. I know you up, but chill with that shit. Fourth of July, that shit's okay, but New Year's, bro, you ain't in Times Square. I'm in a fucking rural uh, area with damn, uh, like, community 
You got two rants on today's show. Got a double, got a double feature from the Karumbe family, and we're moving into the you know topic number one, being being that uh, you know what I'm saying Suge just uh, spoke on suicide. We're actually going to talk about like why do you feel like depression is as bad as it is in American culture, and also if you and how do you cope with your own form of depression? Because I believe that we all deal with depression in some form or fashion, and. You know, going 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 on topic as to how I opened the show for like pretty much the last month and a half. I'll talk about why I feel depression is so bad in American culture because of the. I feel like one we've drawn attention to it for one. So again, a lot of people I'm not gonna call them hypochondriacs, but once you recognize what something is, you're like, holy shit, it's almost like it's almost like those late night commercials with symptoms and shit you know what i'm saying saying like oh do you wake up and go to sleep at night you know holy shit that, that's me you know what i'm saying like like stuff like that so you know with the, like with depression it's like once you realize what depression actually is it's like man i do have that shit i've been dealing with that shit since i was like a kid and and you just learn like you can and you, once you research more you keep looking up more and more stuff on and realize that damn this causes this is this is where depression comes from and so like i feel like american culture one it's been it's been talked about um, some people are taking it seriously some people are not taking it seriously i definitely take it seriously because i'm i deal with it daily and it leads me to the point where i don't want to do shit it leads to the point where you know pain like it just you just sitting in almost feel like you're just sitting in constant pain to the point where it gets in your back you know what i mean like i get i've gotten i've gotten so depressed to the point i've gotten pain in my back and like my head is constantly pounding and it's just like a lot going on at one time you know like between financial shit stuff with careers stuff with you know your you like your family your love life everything just all at once and it's not to say that people before me haven't dealt with worse or anything like that it's more so just talking about how everybody deals with it differently and it's not to say that those people that did it didn't have like depression and they just just you know went through you know went through with it but if they could fix it why not work at it that's why you know i'm in therapy right now trying to get trying to get all this shit ironed out because I'm, like I said, I feel like I'm probably at the, the uh, one of the lowest points in, in my life, and, and as far as dealing with this, so it's like the American culture. I think it has a lot to deal with, like compare comparison. You know what I mean? Like you look at people's lives and shit. Like social media will definitely do that, and it shows nothing but highlights. And you'd be alive to say if it doesn't affect you a little, like you know, even a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing like you feel feeling like some folks got their stuff like stuff together as far as like even having their their fam families and shit and like in my case me not having um me, me not have my, my fa a family of my own and, and it has a lot to do with the choices that i made because i'm unhealthy um i would say like the unhealthy toxic ways that i've obtained throughout my life that i didn't know were unhealthy you know what i'm saying so it's like trying to look look at that look at the choices that were made how do i how do i grow from that how do i change that how how can i be how can i be better because like you know what i'm saying like right now it's just not it's just not healthy this is not healthy for me and just trying to to get that together and um and go and go forward 
but um and and how do i cope with uh, like the depression buy music um, and, and pandora so easy listening stuff you know going to the gym i listening to uh, like i said listen to music uh what else healthy eating helps too you know what i'm saying like if you're eating life instead of death you know like something something that's like like a like some plant-based diet not to say that i don't eat meat but like if you eat a lot of meat you tend to take on the same stress that the anim that same very same animal had before it passed away so that that also is a fact factor so i mean it's something that you can do to cope to cope with um with that talk uh, talking talking to people going to therapy but really like, you know what i'm saying is talking to your folk like how me you know me and jeff talk to each other to almost almost every other day uh, you know, one of my that's one of my best friends in life. I could say that's my brother right there. My, you know, what I'm saying my sis too. Whenever, whenever we can uh, talk, because I, I I know for sure that we all deal with some form of stress and stressing about something and things that we don't even probably don't even have control over. And it just it just oh. fucks with you. It just fucks with you, and it just fucks with you. And you try to you know you get to a point where you just get tired. You get tired. You get tired of dealing with the same shit and you want the pain to go away at the same time you gotta you gotta persevere in in your own way whatever that whatever that is for you so i mean i mean what what about you uh what is what is what do you feel about um like depression and like why is it so big in america right like in a bad so bad in american culture and and how do you cope with your uh depression in American culture, I, I can speak from experience being in the military, for instance, and being a female. For, you know, even admitting that we have depression or something to us is seen as. So sometimes we, uh, you know, brush it off or don't seek help until, you know, it, it, it comes to a point where it's like, oh shit, we really need to seek help, you know, or we have to get out, we get out of the military or whatever they did with So we have kind of seem like we're strong, not necessarily, oh, I'm seeking help, you know. And me, how do I deal with it? I've, for me, I actually had a home nurse that would come to see me every couple weeks or whatever. And I still talk to her now. And that's, that's kind of what helped me, you know. But like I said, it's in America as a whole, we're always so go, 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 busy, busy, busy. And then when someone, you have, for example, you have a friend that's battling depression or anything, you know, sometimes you feel like you can't talk to anyone, you trust anyone, first of all, because when you do tell someone your problem, it's like, either that person's like, here we go again, they don't really want to listen, and you, then you, you feel shut out, and then you just don't want to talk at all or, or say anything. So you just let things build up and fester. But, um, I mean, depression can come in, you know, for every, different people have Different, everybody has different ideas of what is and what isn't. You know, you hear some people think that it only happens to females, depression, this or that. And that's not the case. Guys can have it just as bad. And I think that we as America just don't know how to handle it or, you know, we don't. We don't know how to have to take care or the people around us in terms of like trying to battle it or try to deal with it before it gets worse. And, you know, it's tied into the whole suicide thing. Still alone, you know, like, hey, they're better off without, you know, it, 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 it builds up to that point. 
and it can. So I think, like, for me, yeah, for me, a lot of things that helps me when I talk about things, not necessarily meaning that I'm going to stick to the problem, but just talking about it helps me. You From the sugar boogies, um, Deacon Balls, man, what's your thoughts on, um, you know, de- like, you know, depression being bad in America and how you cope with it? Me, I'm always, I'm always that off all out world. And I, and I look at it as like there's plenty of other countries that have it way worse than we do. Like they, their, their, their lives are less stressful than ours. We, that our depression is so bad. I think it's because we highlight everybody that's doing good. Like every every, every time somebody you know gets a car or so and so on, they have to show it off online. And like you were saying earlier, it makes you feel like like why is my stuff not together like theirs? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then this whole concept of the American slice of pie and the dream and all of this stuff, we have we have the image of where we should be. And the image where we should be is always like Americans have a high image of where all Americans do, whether it's somebody that's living in a project or somebody that just got in this country. They always have a high image of where they should be or where where they at. Now, you know, and the fact that we highlight that so much, time you turn on the TV, you see like the nice cars and the nice. Every, the reality shows, that's the point of it, and everybody on Twitter and people holding stacks of money up to their face. I know people that go up online and pretend how great their life is, and their life is complete shit. They do that just to, just to make other people, you know what I'm saying, feel bad about themselves, you know? that And that's, that's the American way, bro. There's people who go online that don't have money at all, but they go online just to, it's all Online and some stuff, 
theirs, theirs is completely different from what it really truly is. So I don't know, man. I think we just in America just highlight the wrong stuff all the time, man. Yeah. That's why we give our people are depressed. And it doesn't I help. Think that, I don't think that's what I don't I don't really and, think it plays a part in it, but man, it plays to me. It plays. The press has been around longer than that. Before you could put stuff like that on social media and everything, girl. Yeah, but then I, you have to look at our idolization and what we idolize. You still had the commercials, you still had the shows, you saw all this shit. That, but a lot of it is not that, though. It, I mean, a lot of it is not that. That's not it. A lot of it isn't. Some people, they just feel, I'll give an example, like, for instance, I'll give an example, like, the whole thing was when we had, so, for me, it was either, shit, I did something wrong, and this is why we're in the situation we're in now. And you kind of, like, beat yourself up over it all the time, and you, you put blame on yourself, like, it's your fault, and then you're wondering, like, damn, can I, you know, get any... Can I do anything right? And then it, it goes from, you know, like, hey, all this stuff, all of a sudden, it starts affecting work. Like, my work performance is horrible. Now my boss is talking about me, about how shitty of a person I am, or mediocre, and that, you know, um, I'm always replacing God. And then you start, you feel, feel like shit again, because you're like, hell. And then you're thinking, okay, then you're neglecting your other kid because you're paying all your attention to this other kid. And you feel like shit again. And then it's like, oh crap, well, yeah, I have a husband and I'm not paying attention to him. And then we're hitting, we're bumping heads left and right. Uh, and it gets worse. So it's not just about like, oh, people are posting this on the media about how they're living and stuff. When it comes to people dealing with depression, there's like real world stuff to deal with. It has nothing to do with what they see on, the, on you know, TV about people posting um, this and the other. It's other things. And I think that's the main thing of what it is. I, you know, social media has been always been around. That people tend to, you know, there's all kinds of ways. Somebody could have got raped and that person falls under depression. Or, you know, it could be a number of things. Or somebody that just came from Afghanistan or somewhere and he saw some shit. He becomes depressed. Yeah, it's many different forms, but I don't think that is the, that's the main one, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good. So we got different, you know, different takes on on the idea, uh, on the topic of depression, and and ways that we can like cope. So, like I said, you know, I think Jeff Jeff would tell me like a stress reliever for him is like again being on the game and shit like that. So that's a that's you know one one thing you can do. You can do that. You can watch something funny. Um, you know, you can sing. You can do uh, a lot of things. You know, try to be around positivity. Like for me, I like to listen to a lot of T.D. Jakes sermons. And you know, whether you believe in God or not, you can take inspiration either way. You know, and there's so there's so many things that you got to do to to keep yourself in the 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 excuse me the best mindset for recovery. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be in recovery. A lot of people deal with like shame and guilt over over the course of their lives and you just find yourself getting into a routine you keep doing the same shit and don't even realize it and you gotta you, overall you gotta face your fears facing fears will help you get over um a lot of, a lot of a lot of things so I mean, here's you know here's to that 
and I don't know, you know, if you're dealing, you know, if you're dealing with depression, they have numbers that you can call for that, you know, the suicide prevention lines, or you just need to talk to somebody. Squarespace is some, is a good thing. They have, I think, uh, is it Squarespace? I, it might be talk, something Talkspace. It might be Talkspace. I think it's Talkspace. Yeah, Talkspace is something you can use like to uh, to like to talk to somebody with, like when you have when you're dealing with like depression and, and all that. So. I mean, I think yeah, yeah, I think it was a good, good, good um, segment um, for 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 depression. So hopefully, you guys can and get your get yourselves right as much as possible. Moving into, I'm gonna say, moving to our last topic, things we're looking forward to in 2020, and I highlighted a few of the stuff that I that I would say we that we we deal with. So such as video games, music, and movies, and like I saw that you know, I was reading an article. They had like the PS5. And the Xbox Series X, uh, the election, of course, um, you know, the presidential election, that is, seeing seeing how our country will be divided again um, and, uh, with uh, with hateful rhetoric and, and all this shit that's going to come about. And then, of course, you know, of course, new music, new music from the like, you know, the likes of Cardi B, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake. And then you got movies like Fast 9, Wonder Woman, 1984. Top Gun Maverick, Avatar 2, Sonic the Hedgehog, the West Side and West West Side Story, and then Disney has their True to Life for Mulan that they're gonna that they're gonna do. So I think it's uh, you know a lot of things to look forward to, but mostly uh, I'm more I think music would probably be the thing for me. I'm looking forward to J Cole and Kendrick Lamar always. Uh, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but you know, whenever there's like a Drake single that you know that that, that rocks, I'll you know I fuck I'll fuck with it. Like in, like I like Energy, I like uh, Zero to One Hundred from from Drake, like that that type of shit. You know, I'm really the producer. I like, that's what really where it will get me because I'm I'm a producer first, so I would always you know always check what like the production is. You know, you know Cardi B, see what her follow up will be. Uh, I don't see her as a uh, as a one hit. Longevity artist. I don't see her as a longevity artist. I don't see her last that like. Well, I don't see her next being as good as some people say her first. That's the that's a good question. You know, that brings up a good question though. What is a longevity? What is a longevity artist in today's age though? You know what I'm saying? Like, would you consider Wiz Khalifa? A longevity artist. He got hold up, hold up, we them boys. He got black and yellow, of course. I roll up. I mean, like, I don't really know many other. Me personally, you know. Yeah, he's not a Wiz fan, neither yeah. guy, but yeah. I know. I listen to enough music and follow him enough. Yeah. Why those albums all still do good? That's the like thing, though. Like, it's literally to the point where. You don't even have to be, you know, you, you, you can have your own following. You know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like the internet for music is that damn big that let's say we came out with something now, you know, we start getting a little decent following. People, they, they don't even got to know about us, man, but there's enough room for all of us to eat. And, and I just, you know, they chose Cardi as like the, that they were going to highlight the main, in the main, in the main scheme of things. She's ta- I mean, she's she's talented. She's, she's she's talented. I'll give her I'll give her that much. You know, she can she can carry it. She can carry it. She dope. Uh, she dope to me. I, I'll say that. Uh, she's been uh, too high on that pedestal for me. To me, 
But I mean, it's no doubt that they all they do that to all the stars, and I like how she's just genuinely being herself. Though that's one thing I will respect about her. It's not no multiple personalities. It's the same person. She's like whether she on IG shitting on the toilet, whether she's like fighting Nicki Minaj at a gala, whether she's um you know doing the Pepsi commercials, she's doing the interviews and stuff like that. It's just she's doing what she's doing and she's being her. I mean, it's not to say that she don't. I'm pretty sure she gets depressed, but a lot of people are being are depressed because they're wearing a mask. You know, they're, they're yeah, yeah, like they're not being themselves, especially like in the celebrity Hollywood. So I just think that's pretty cool. Yeah, movie wise, I think Top Gun will be cool, especially in IMAX theaters. I, don't, I ain't too really crazy. I ain't too crazy about Sonic the Hedgehog being a movie. And, um, I want to see it. Avatar two, I think it's cool. West Side Story, who? Did, I, I need to look and see who's going to be in the cast for West Side Story, for one. Yeah, I have to see that, too. Yeah, I think that that's going to be a big difference maker. Oh, West Side Gun, Peter Butcher, uh, Tom Brady. Well, so you're saying it's going to be Game Kendrick, um, what is it, Dub C, West Seal for Leah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Cube, How the West Was Won, yay, yay. And then, you know, PS, like, the you know, the PS5 and Xbox Series X. I'm not looking forward to the prices. I'm looking forward to the graphics just to see what that's like. I this is my thing about that, man. Yeah. And I learned this in the first PlayStation. I mean, the PS, the PS3. Get it? Because they might change shit later. Like when the first oh. PS came out, they made it back compatible, and then they changed it later, and it wasn't backwards compatible. And they were saying the same shit about this. One. I got a feeling that they're gonna make it backwards compatible, and then they're gonna change that shit. Oh. That's the deep. That's why I'm like, I might want to get this. Now that way, uh, I don't. I, I can put it later. I don't want to be that one that has to get the uh, the older version that's not backwards compatible. Mm. So what you gonna do with the PS4 then? I'm keeping it. I don't get rid of my system. We kick off. Oh, he's a hoarder. I'm not a hoarder. I like shit. Got a plan. When last time you played your PlayStation One? My PS My PS One is not hooked up. Believe me, if I had it, I would be playing it. I got Star Wars on it. You're supposed to be doing the game reboot. The people. Which one? Need a reboot. Let's go to Hidden Temple. What's up? Oh, hell yeah, that would be tight. We've had enough reboot. I'm, I'm over. I'm over reboot. We've had enough. Reboot all the damn Disney movies. Re let's reboot. Re reboot my brother and me reboot from Nickelodeon. All the damn Disney. How about reboot Nickelodeon Guts? Reboot my brother and me. Let's see. What I, I, I like Guts. I'll probably still watch Guts in the day. We'll see. We'll see what uh what, what cool what cool Doctor Money and Alfie and them doing right now in goo fucking fucking goo. I used to love fucking um good. I love that show. I watched it too, Phoenix. I love Turtle. I like the video game. What Turtle video game? Yeah. Like, uh, guts, Nickelodeon guts. Man, you need to watch the Turtles uh, cartoon. That shit's good as hell. Yeah, I still need. To, yeah, I still need to get on get on to that. So yeah, that's the you know that's roughly that's roughly the show right there and. I'm glad Sugar Book was able to, you know, to, to be on the show today, and especially talking about something as serious as suicide and even depression, and 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 to just, you know, like to feed our audience and you know educate them on what you know, what on the different types of depression and what and how we deal with our own versions of like de depression. It's just like I said, it's rough. It's really rough. It's hard, especially when you feel like you're alone a lot of times. And it very well may not necessarily be true, but it feels that way. So I mean, a lot of people may not know the severity of what what you're going through mentally. And you just and you, and all you can do is just like you got you got to keep the focus on you. 
and, and find the strength within so that you can you can you, you, like I said you can persevere because it's not like I said it's not easy it's not easy you know you cherish like little things you didn't cherish before like just even having a conversation or, or being around like someone and having and, and just talking it, it really does you know like it really does help if I, I find myself sleeping a lot more and not wanting to wake up a lot of times and and just feel like you, you know again you just constantly feel at least for me you just feel like you're constantly stuck in a stuck in a hole is what it feels like and a lot of people around you may not even understand that shit like you just did like again you can just disappear at times and figure out like get over this idea that you have to be um you know uh, you're like a, you're like attached to something like you don't feel like you know how to survive without them so you have to find that that strength within to where you can get over get over that and stand on your own stand on your own two feet like i said it just it's just tough but like always we want to thank you guys for for listening to each show um this is the first show of two of 2020 and we'll come back with with more shows be sure to follow the two cents podcast central youtube channel as well as instagram follow the instagram pages the official Romy Mac page and Two Cents the podcast on Instagram. This is Romy Mac, Sugar Booger, and uh, Deacon Balls, and we out, peace.